Mad Beef is kept going and growing by generous support from Skater HQ. Bill and the team have been heavily involved in the inline skating community since 1991 and continue to support competitions, skaters, and now a podcast. You can visit Skater HQ at one of their Sydney shops or shop online at skaterhq.com.au. Also, big thanks to our Patreon supporters. It really means a lot. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a monthly contribution. Even just $2 a month would be a huge encouragement. Hey, welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. I'm Mikey Lynch, and in this episode, I'm going to give you another little excerpt from my work in progress rollerblading novel with the working title of Fruit Booters. Um, been making a lot of progress on the first draft, up to about 60,000 words. I think the end result will be about 90,000, or at least I'll stop the first draft at 90,000 and then start massaging it into a slightly tidier second draft, which I'll then send around a few people to get some, some feedback on. So getting there, getting there, um, which is really exciting. I've also pulled out a few little bits and pieces, and I thought I'd have a go at entering them into a some um, short story competitions. I mean, it's a really long shot, but um, I know it can't hurt worth a shot. And uh, any income from that source will go again into helping sort of fund the, the completion of this thing. Um, uh, as I've been sort of updating you on, you can back this project on Patreon. It feels weird, right, to sort of back a story. Like, what does that cost? Well, it costs a whole lot of time. Um, and time spent researching then, and time editing and printing out the paper and the proofreading that, and um, uh, it takes a lot of time and a lot of focus, and particularly actually going from the first draft to the subsequent drafts will take concentrated time and energy. So to get this thing from lots of great ideas to a finished product um, is going to take effort and um, I've got some um, like reward things set up in there but I've, I've been deliberate about not making the rewards kind of so cheap that really you're just buying the reward because then it's actually not really raising a whole lot of money towards the project it's just kind of a sort of an online store you know so so I'm asking for donations if you're in a position to do it but there are rewards so for the larger donations there is access to a Either an ebook version or um, a printed version. It'll be like a first release, you know, before I get it actually uh, uh, professionally published in an actual, you know, mainstream publisher. I'll make a version of it available to Patreon patron, patrons and get some uh, uh, get autographed copies by um, some Aussie former pros and current pros and stuff. So that'll be um, that'll be a fun little collector's item. There has been a skate company that likes the project and wants to get behind it too, which is super exciting so um all of that means the likelihood i can potentially get in the middle of this year get the first draft done and set aside you know at least a week to begin with to really work at at a a second draft is is possible all right then you can find out more about that there'll be an ad halfway through this or at the end of this or something and um uh it's also in the episode notes and whatever else Cool. All right, so this little excerpt is called Skitching. It was just another day back in November 99, between spots, in-jokes, pies for lunch, petty squabbles. It was, honestly, just another day. Castor, Raj, Jim, Matt, maybe a few others? 
They'd been sessioning at this spot at Monash Uni, planning to head out to Noble Skate Park. No one had a car. A few went to skate to Clayton Station and catch the train. Castor, Raj and Jim, they were all keen to skate and skitch their way there, like the good old days. Skitching. Like from hitchhiking, but no one said skitchhiking. The rush of the air in your ears, roaring seashell noise, the fierce tug on your finger joints and railway track shudder on your skates, hammering along the uneven road. The frightening jolt as the truck speeds up or jams on the brakes. Nothing like competitions, nothing like photo shoots, nothing like magazine interviews or meetings with distributors or marketing execs. Just living, feeling, risking, racing. Raw and real from your soul to your skeleton. They were making good time. Castor noticed with a reckless check of his digital watch as they catapulted away from a turning car that honked and shouted at them to get off, now flying onto the footpath in front of a terrified cyclist. All that speed, crouching low, so much power, thinking fast. They'd only been en route for like 10 minutes. Felt like forever. He would have believed hours. And he boasted to Raj and Jim that they'd beat the others who'd taken the train. It was like a race now. They slowed to a stop and caught their breath, alive and together, panting and chuckling. They could easily skate from here. Smooth footpaths, easy and flat. They'd probably still beat the others. Sweaty feet digging polyurethane into asphalt, bolting into motion, arms still and strong, keeping good style, even on the commute. Power and pace, heart rate and lungs, squinting, gasping, tensing, thrusting, carving, pumping, coasting, popping, scraping, leaping. Who'd catch the train? <laughs> Raj shouted out something they couldn't hook their ears onto, gesturing wildly with his arm. There was a ute coming up on the road to their left, clear path behind and before, not too fast. A wild look in Raj's eyes. Go for it. He peeled off the footpath onto the road and they followed like fighter jets, jets it felt like, and Castor missed the Utre. He watched Raj and Jim pull away, one arm on, the other arms waving. A few seconds later, a bus came past and stopped 10 metres ahead to let a passenger off, and just as it indicated, Castor charged after it, crouching low, careful to hide from the driver's rearview mirrors. He grabbed onto the rear bumper easily and felt the jerk of acceleration. He looked behind to gauge the freedom he'd let, he had to let go if he needed to. He edged across to the side of the bus as he hurtled along, peeking out. He saw all the others up ahead. Freedom. Speed. He heard his own deep breath in his ears, tried not to choke on the thick, dirty bus fog. He peeked around and looked ahead again. Jim was out on the side of the ute, one hand on, feet almost in a line, like a tightrope walker. Raj had both hands out in front of him, leaning back like a water skier almost. Castor smiled to himself through the stink of pipe smoke exhaust and his own fruity B.O. He looked down at his skates, rhythmic, urgent, abstract, constant. He looked up again as the bus slowed down, finding it easy to handle the inertia and momentum. He looked at his hands as the bus sped up again. Unrecognisable, not really his hands, just... Hands, hands, 
hands, hands. The word sounds wrong if you say it enough times. <laughs> he looked ahead at Raj and Jim. Looked behind him, all was clear. Looked ahead again, just as it happened. A car door opened blindly and Jim was leaning out the side of the ute. Fuck. It all happened so quick. So quick you almost didn't know if it actually happened at all. Jim tried to dodge the car door but didn't quite succeed and got clipped hard with a loud bang and then he was rolling and bouncing and flailing in a horrible bundle off into the gutter. And Castor instantly pushed away from the bus, veering off to the footpath at a sharp angle. But he could still see ahead in his peripheral vision, and it happened so quickly, and, and Castor had been yanking himself to a stop against a parked car, but still looking ahead at the ute, and Jim rolling in pain, but he was probably okay. Only a few seconds after the car door happened, the ute up ahead had slammed on its brakes, and it was barely two seconds, but everything was very slow and very fast at the same time, and Castor could see just enough as tyres shrieked, bumpers crashed, metal crumpled, glass shattered. Horns blared, and Raj slammed full force into the ute tray and bounced off and collapsed straight backwards and his head hit the asphalt. But none of that made any sound at all. Mad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher and get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Mad Beef is supported by Skater HQ. You can find them online at skaterhq.com.au. We are also supported by our growing number of Patreon patrons. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon. Even just $2 a month, every little bit helps.